It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. Welcome back to Portland's Area Chamber podcast. We call it the Morning Brew. This morning, we welcome Drew Jennings. Drew is uh, not only the vice president at Farmers Bank, which we'll touch on that a little, but he's also a city council member. But we really want to talk a lot today about the upcoming grand opening of the gorgeous Temple Theater. Drew, how are you this morning? I'm good. How about yourself? I am fantastic. Better than I deserve, as Dave Ramsey says. Uh, (laughs) Always, always. Um, So before we jump in to the theater heavily, because that is a huge interest to me, I talked to Sherry yesterday and about some of the things that are going on, been seeing the photographs, just beautiful, beautiful inside. But tell us a little bit about your role at Farmers Bank and what you do there. Yeah, so I um, I help manage the Portland office here. I uh, do mainly commercial lending. Um, so anything from, you know, a commercial real estate note um, to commercial auto loans. Um, do we, I, I do a lot of residential on the uh, construction side, too. Um, we do, uh, obviously, Middle Tennessee with the housing boom and everything. We've done a whole lot of construction lending. So i um, done a lot of that. i um, been here for 12 years now at, at the Farmers Bank. I um, started pretty much straight, straight out of college and uh, love it here. Been here the whole time. So, so did you grow up in Portland or are you a, uh, uh, transplant? Did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. I graduated from Portland high school in 2007, um, moved to North Carolina for, for a couple of years there in, in middle school years. Um, but came, came back home, um, and then went to college over at Cumberland university, um, over there in Lebanon. That's actually where my wife is a college professor there now. So, oh, okay. Okay. All right. So family community involvement, what kind of things do you guys like to do? All of the above. Um, Teach Sunday school at First Baptist Church uh, on the city council here in Portland. Um, Of course, work, work, uh, work and and worship here, you know, locally. Um, We pretty much do everything here. My wife's family is from uh, down on the Alabama border, kind of Winchester, Tullahoma area. So we try to get back direction maybe once a month. And then my parents live here um, right in Portland. So we've got a little girl, Charlie Kay. She's three. And uh, we've got one on the way to uh, next month. So oh, busy, congratulations. Busy. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going to be very busy with uh, with two of them that close together. I, I had uh, two that were 18 months apart and it was a lot of fun. It really <laughs> yes, was. Sir. Yeah. The, the good thing, the first one you practice on and the second one, they have it a little better, but <laughs> you do your best. That's all you can do. It's like riding a bike. I don't know. We'll see. It feels like I've forgotten everything in three and a half years. So. Oh, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Well, let's jump into the, the, to the Temple Theater because a lot of people may not fully understand everything that's going to go on with the Temple Theater. It's, you know, with a name like Theater, they're saying, oh, we're going to have movies, but there's a whole lot more going on up there than uh, than that. So if, if you would kind of give us an outlay of what to expect from the temple. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't mind, I love giving you kind of a little bit, um, a little bit of brief history. Sure. Um, uh, on the theater. So we, um, so the theater was an operation in Portland from 1930s to the 1950s um, range, um, actually closed in 1956 there at that exact location um, in Portland. Um, it was under a few different names. The Temple Theater was, was one of them. The Strand Theater um, was, was another one of the names that, that it was under. Um, 
So the Portland Preservation Foundation actually is a nonprofit board, um, and we were uh, heavily involved in the renovation of the Moy Greenhouse. It's now the Portland Museum. They're right there, kind of close by to the theater. Um, so the foundation actually purchased the building. We purchased it ourselves, and uh, the nonprofit did in 2013. Um, so it's really been a labor of love. It's been a, a 10-year um, process. You know, we'd, we'd raise some funds. The community, you know, we'd, we'd do a fundraiser and raise ten or $15,000, and it'd be great. And we'd work a little bit on it, you know, and um, really um, just kind of, it's kind of, we've been working on it for 10 years, but it's really kind of came together in the past two or three where we've really just been able to to, to really get to it as far as the construction goes. Um, Billy and Denise Gamendon, Billy's been our project manager, uh, board president the whole time. I mean, they've been instrumental um, in, in getting this thing going. I mean, he's there. It's a full-time job for him. He's there pretty much every day. Um, working on it. Uh, Kenneth Wilbur, former Mayor Wilbur, has ran any electrical pretty much in the entire theater. He's done all the all the electrical on it. Um, Kenneth Brewer's done a lot of the trim work on the inside. Um, there's been a lot of donations, you know, just from, from different people in the community, um, you know, for whether they're donating labor and, and time. And I won't go through everybody because I know I'll leave a lot of people out, but it's just been a really a, a community um, a, a community project. You know, the city's helped with, with some financing on it. We've gone out and done some loans and some different, different grants for technology and different things. So how we decided to tackle it on the front end is if you look at that building, there's kind of two sides to it. Um, there's a there's a wall that divides the side that we did the concession stand, the banquet room, the green rooms, and then the other side is just the full theater side. Um, so we decided, you know, to to run a theater, we have to have, you know, green rooms. We have to have, um, we have, to have a concession stand. We have to have bathrooms. We have to have all of that stuff in place. So we tackled it to get that side done first. And that side was completed roughly two years ago. Um, and the theater has actually been completed this week, you know? Um, so, um, so it's just an, an exciting time for us. So seats 240 roughly, um, in the actual auditorium, um, there's a stage, there's a movie projector, uh, banquet room, two green rooms. Um, it's really, it, it's more of a performing arts center. I mean, it will, you know, we'll be able to, of course, show movies, you know, as a supplement. Um, we're, I know a lot of people are excited about seeing movies there and getting a bucket of popcorn and being able to just drive, you know, two minutes down the road and go see a movie right here in Portland. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but also, you know, do the theatrical shows, uh, music events. Um, we're excited about this weekend. I'm not sure when the podcast, this particular podcast will air, but um, on the 11th, there's doing the uh, Tennessee Songwriters uh, Showcase um, at 3 p.m. It's $5 at the door. Um, there's That includes popcorn and a drink. Uh, Summer County Tourism is actually putting on that event. They're uh, featuring a 16 songwriter showcase. Um, so that's exciting, kind of as the first event. Ronnie McDowell's doing a, uh, a show in March. One of those is already sold out. He's adding a, a matinee. So I think the uh, the community's really going to get behind and, and, and support it. Um, people are just, people are, are really excited about it. So... Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's just enough seats that it's intimate, but it's enough, you know, that you can get several people in. I, that's that's just great. Um, I know I talked to Sherry a little yesterday about some things going on uh, with it, and there were going to be, you know, possibly during the movie things, local businesses would have a chance to purchase ads and, and uh, get video and commercials up, which will be fantastic and uh give people a chance to advertise their local wares for people coming through um and, and you talked a little bit about you know musical type things which i know I, i've been up to glasgow to the theater up there which is quite a bit bigger i'm sure than 240 mm -hmm. people but there's probably still an allure for some of these uh older country acts and people like that, I have noticed, uh, you know, like the John Andersons and the Travis Tritts, these guys are still 
touring and they're playing really small places. So that may, maybe, is that something we might could look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you've kind of seen a movement in the past few years, even some of these, you know, larger name artists that are out there, you know, um, you know, winning CMA awards and stuff like that, you know, they, um, they, they kind of want, you know, they'll charge a little more for the ticket price, but they kind of want that intimate feel sometimes where they're, they're right. used to do now where they're selling out Nissan Stadium, but they're like, man, I kind of want to get back to where I can really engage with my audience. So mm-hmm. if I can do two or three shows with, you know, 250 or so in, in, in the audience, um, uh, you see a lot of these larger acts that are doing some of that and mm-hmm. it supplements too. you know, if you've got a comedian that's got a show in maybe Bowling Green or Louisville and they're coming down, they've got a show two days later in Nashville, you know, we might can pick up some of those to kind of do filler yeah. shows where they stop off and show here and everything. Um, So we're really excited about it. You know, um, of course, shows will be a main thing. Um, Comedy acts, uh, community theater, hopefully um, at some point off and on um, nonprofit events. um, And, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, three or four movies a week, um, whether it be the same movie that's kind of showing just a multiple, multiple show times and mm-hmm. got to get a lot of that figured out. We're actually really excited to um, touch on. We, we just hired uh, Barry Young, um, mm-hmm. who is the current director of Sumner County Tourism. Um, and he's phenomenal. He's been uh, the director of Sumner County Tourism for 11 years now um, and done great things, you know, really built up the uh, tourism, brought, brought in a lot of tour buses and uh, special events, you know, um, to the to the county, you know, where, where um, he's just he's got the tourism thing figured out. So um, he's going to be our full time director starting April 1st for, for the theater. Um, so we're kind of took a leap of faith there and we're excited to have Barry. Um, we, we know he's going to do an awesome job for us um, uh, stepping in uh, into that role. So. Yeah, fantastic. The possibilities are unlimited for for what can happen there. People are hungry for that type stuff. You know, we went through all the things we went through back 2020 through through last year, actually. And, and, you know, people are anxious to get out and see things and do things. And I think it's great. Um, Outside of uh, and we mentioned musical acts plays, movies, et cetera. Are there any opportunities, you know, maybe for uh, local folks that, that, you know, they, they can reach out to you guys and understand, you know, what the costs are and, and what the fees are to, to use the facility? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now uh, we do have a Facebook page. You can just uh, search Temple Theater on Facebook um, mm-hmm. and that'll come up. Um, also, if you go to Temple Theater with the RE, Theater with the RE at TN.com, Temple Theater TN.com. Um, that's our website. It's got all the contact information on there. Um, so we do rent out the banquet room um, that's kind of on the left hand side there. It's seats. 40 or 50 comfortably. Um, a lot of people use it like it's booked up through, you know, several weekends in May for graduation parties. People use it for baby showers, wedding rehearsal dinners, um, stuff like that. So that's a fully bookable room there. Um, and then eventually, you know, we'll have rentals for the entire theater. You know, when, when we get it up and running, we'll have to set a cost structure and and, and all that. But, um, you know, we'll, yeah, definitely. Um, it's You can come in and uh, especially the, the rental space has been, it's, people are always looking for rental space to hold um, parties. We've done everything from, you know, from birthday party to rehearsal dinner in there. So it's been very popular. Right. Right. Um, the one question that popped into my mind and I haven't been up there a lot lately, uh, around in that area, uh, you have a big sellout, 240 seats, uh, parking. Is that going to be a hassle for you guys or, or no? 
So there's very limited parking out front, you know, maybe 15 spots mm-hmm. or so that's kind of right there parallel to the railroad tracks. Across the street, there's quite a bit of parking um, behind the, where the new chamber office is going to be. Behind the uh, theater is really probably where the primarily the most of the parking is going to be. So that uh, that parking lot, I think, has got 85 to 90 spots back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time, by about 4.30, 5 o'clock, that lot's emptied out from City Hall employees. Sure that's open to use there. So we shouldn't have too big of an issue. I mean, you got there 85 or 90, you've got, you know, seven or eight spots right there at the museum. You got 15 in front and then across the railroad track. So right. Um, right. maybe not right there in front of the theater, but, you know, very close within, you know, a two minute walk right there. Oh you know, yeah. Yeah. Nothing so. wrong with that. That's, that's, that's definitely no worse than going to a Titans game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have walked several miles several times in Nashville years ago. I, I haven't been in a long time, but uh, yeah, this is this is just fantastic. If you haven't seen the photographs, I want to really encourage you to go on the, the Facebook page and look at the interior photographs. Just stunning, beautiful inside and really want to give you guys a lot of kudos for hanging in there for such a long time. Uh, one, of the, one of the questions that popped in my mind, you mentioned that it initially closed back in 1956. Had the building sat pretty much empty since then or... No, it had been used off and on. Um, I'm not familiar with all of the uses, you know, from 56. I know the the last use was like a glass manufacturing and sales facility, more as mm-hmm. plate glass that did, you mm-hmm. know, glass windows and, and all of that was, they, I mean, they basically, you know, cut and sold glass out of that building. Um, so it was, it was, it was a, a manufacturing and sales facility whenever we took it over. So we had okay. to take it all the way down to the gravel, basically. I mean, even the floor, we had to take the concrete out because the theater side had to be a slope floor. Um, right. We found these old massive cisterns under the, whatever they were. I'm not sure, you know, these uh, underneath, whether they were mm-hmm. sewer or water, or, um, cause that building's been there, you know, early 1900s been there a long time. So, right. right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's it was uh, it was it was definitely a shell when we when we bought it. So, right, so. right. Yeah, I do remember the the uh, glass people. Now that you mention that, that has been a while. Mm-hmm. Sure has, sure do. And uh, so, uh, on top of all of that going on, you guys, uh, you you got a full time person coming in who's going to work on keeping things booked, keeping things moving and all of that in the interim. I I know you said he was starting later on in the interim. How do they get in touch with someone if they have an interest in what's going on and, and want either a want to be maybe more involved or, or volunteer or B they have a project coming up that they want to rent, rent a room or rent the entire theater. How do they reach someone? Sure. Yeah. They can message us on Facebook. Um, They can contact us through the website link. There's also phone numbers and everything on the website, um, email on the website and everything. So really kind of direct them to the website to get, you know, all of the contact information um, would be great. I've been handling most of the bookings kind of, we kind of all got our little duties on the board. Um, you know, some right. people are handling construction and, you know, different, you know, different duties right now. Just kind of right. voluntarily. So, um, they can contact uh, me for now. It's Drew Jennings. Uh, my phone number here at the bank is 323-1143. Um, so I, I've been handling a lot of the, you know, a lot of the bookings uh, for now. And then we'll pass mm-hmm. that book over to Barry, you know, in a couple of months, whenever, uh, whenever he takes over um, full time. But um, yeah, we'd be, we'd be happy to, to look at whatever, whatever kind of, kind of project anybody has. So we're, we're excited. We're ready for the community to use it. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, we want to welcome Barry. Hopefully he catches the podcast. Let him know he's welcome. We can't wait to get him here to watch uh, everything expand here and to watch more things grow. And, and of course, eventually here in the next few years, we've got the uh, the the uh, bypass 
coming in. And that's, I think, in my opinion, it's really going to make downtown even more downtown. It's going to take some of that rough traffic out of the way. And it's going to make the, you know, the locals want to go there more because they're not having to dodge the trucks. So I, I look forward to that myself. Do you, do you think it'll have much effect on things downtown? Yeah, I think it will. Um, I think it's going to take, well, I think it'll have a positive impact because you've got so many community, you know, individuals that support the restaurants and everything downtown, mm -hmm. you know, restaurants and businesses right now anyway. Um, so I think it's just going to take a lot of that truck traffic and that traffic that you don't really, you know, want going down. So that little, you know, space right there that's between Main Street and, and the buildings on the other side of, of, of Main Street, you know, the chiropractic clinic and Stewart Title and everything that, that's right mm -hmm. there. That space was never meant to have a four lane highway, really. I mean, the buildings right. are just right on the highway. So there in the church, you know, First Baptist Church and, and everywhere down through there, I mean, the trucks just get up on the curb. They ruin the sidewalks. The road's really not made for sustaining that much traffic, especially with all the traffic that we've got on Interstate 65. I mean, it's just going to be a blessing when we get um, mm -hmm. that thing done. And there'll be some commercial growth, you know, on both sides. Oh, sure. Probably in the middle on the, you know, kind of that grows a little bit out of town, inevitably that, that they want to be, you know, next to the bypass or they want to be, you know, at the interceptors where the work comes on and on and off ramps and everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's okay too. But I think businesses have done a, just an amazing job supporting the, uh, the downtown area right now. And, and we're really seeing just kind of a, a growth of businesses going into the older buildings, you know, um, downtown right. and those and whether they're turning them into a uh, a restaurant or, or a shop or whatever whatever it may be and that's just that's awesome that's that's what we need for sure yeah absolutely we want to continue to encourage people to shop local shop with these uh these folks that are pouring their heart and souls into their business they really rely on us they need us to to help keep them going and uh it's a big help so please do support all of those folks uh they would really appreciate it drew we really appreciate your time this is some wonderful information Information. Uh, everyone heard the contact information if you need to get in touch with Drew about the theater temporarily until Barry's on board. And we look for some wonderful things to happen out there and some great events for uh, all of us to come and see. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.